Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, Nick, Jimmy, are we ready to press the panic button on a couple of these Celtics players? Let's break it down. But first thing first, guys, okay. this report, of course, is brought to you by 1 in 100. Head over to 1in100.co, your online raffle to score tickets to the World Series, future Celtics games, and other concert events going on in the city. That's 1in100.co. Jimmy, let's start with Jalen Brown because, let's face it, I mean, offensively, he's Ooh, been struggling a okay. bit throughout the first four games of the season. We're waiting for him to sort of make that leap, but we haven't really seen it. Where are you? Where do you stand with Jalen? Am I gonna hit the panic button? Are you hitting that panic button? I'm actually gonna hold off and hitting the panic button. I'm not there yet. I think Jalen's not the type of player where he's gonna start pressing. He's smarter than that. Um, I think he's one of those guys that just needs to find his role on the team because when he looks around, I'm sure he sees Kyrie, then he sees Gordon, he sees and he sees Horford, and and he sees Tatum, and and it's pretty obvious that he's probably the fifth scoring option on this team. So I don't think he wants to force shots, and maybe he is overthinking a little bit out there. But if he just plays his game, which is he's a good two-way player. He's smart out there. He usually doesn't force things. He's not the best ball handler. I think we can all admit no. that. But if, he's, if he sticks to what he knows, he'll, he'll contribute to this team. I don't think you're going to – you shouldn't expect to see 20-point games out of him. But at the same time, you shouldn't expect to see, you know, five-point games out of him either. Right. So uh, I, I think we can all agree that there's certainly been room for improvement over the first four games. But I'm not really there yet to be concerned. How about yeah, you, Nick? I mean, under 10 a game. He's not shooting well. Still having no, problems. Sub-30s. Yeah, still I having. Mid-30s. Mid-30s. Still having problems in traffic, controlling the basketball. Definitely seems a little lost. It seems like his head is a little bit ahead of his body as I almost fall oh. off the stool. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to acknowledge Your body it, was almost smooth. ahead of your head. <laughs> no, you played it off, but now you called yourself no, out. But go ahead. No, it's all right, man. But it seems like his his head's a little bit, you know, moving faster sure. than his body, and, and, he, and he's getting lost Be out careful, there. Be careful, though. You know, I'm, I'm a little uneven because of this box score. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I think he's the guy who had to make the most adjustments. I mean, obviously, with Gordon Hayward back in the mix, you know, sitting a stool. those three-point, those corner threes that we, we got used to seeing last season, especially in the postseason, we're not really seeing a lot of those, but he's still trying to find ways to be effective. Good so. thing we saw all those Instagram posts in the summer. Where was he? Like, he was all over, working out all he over the country. He was doing his thing. Dude, he's all over world, the world, all over the country. Man. Yeah, he's a worldly man. Jeez. Nick, you like yeah, to throw shade at Jalen Brown. Jealous, I appreciate bro? it. I'm not throwing shade at him. Well, you don't think he worked out hard enough? Pass. Off camera. Listen, man, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not judging him one way or the other <laughs> after four games. So let's yeah, put it you're that damn way. right. You're not backpedaling. Right, backpedaling as usual. Let's get that right, button back. Next, up. next player, Kyrie Irving. Where Am you I gonna stand? hit that panic button? You hitting that panic button on Kyrie Irving? No, I'm not. I'm not panicked about Kyrie Irving. Well, even those first halves throughout the first four games. Listen, Kyrie Irving is Kyrie Irving. I think, I think that we've we've seen enough out of him over the over the his. Over his career, where nobody should be panicked about Kyrie Irving right now. He's in a contract year. Not that it matters. He's going to get a max from anybody in the world. It doesn't really matter how he does this year. All he's going to do is stay healthy. The production's going to come. 
I think he is the leader of this team. I think he thinks he is, and I think he's going to work with whatever I unit, think his teammates whatever, think he is. whatever lineup he's in. Yeah, and he's going to make it work over time. Now, it, there's going to be some kinks along the way, and sure, he has to adjust his game because when he looks around, just like Jalen Brown looks around, mm. he sees a lot of other options on this team. So he's going to pick and choose his spots. But when he's aggressive like he was in the third quarter, um, in the third quarter Monday night, you saw what he can do. He still got the ball handle. He still got the drives to the basket. Unfortunately, he missed that shot in the, uh, to end the game or to tie the game in the end of the fourth quarter. But you can't tell me that people still don't want him taking shots. You know. Well, yeah, let me let me ask that, you this, so. Jimmy, and we'll get to Nick in a second. We don't have okay, to. No problem. <laughs> you don't even <laughs> have to. Yeah, Nick, so. you can you just, just sit this one out. Stool. Between yeah. this year and last year, the what's the belt. difference? Because what was the biggest headline throughout the first, I don't know, 10, 12, 15 games? Kyrie Irving, right. were you really? Kyrie yeah, Irving yeah. was the guy who would just sort of put the team on his back, get them out of what, whatever it was, whether it was a 12-point hole, 15-point hole. Mm-hmm. He'd go off in the second half, and the game would be over. Why aren't we seeing but that Joe this Sway, year? Remember the first four or five games of the season, until they, they lost two in a row, then they ripped off 16 straight. Kyrie started really getting in during that 16-game win streak. Prior to that, it was similar where he was kind of trying to get mm-hmm. other people involved, which seems to be the case right now. I'm not concerned at all. If Kyrie Irving wants to take over a game, he saw it in the third quarter. He could do it. Not concerned. What about rare the good quarter, point though? by Nick, though. Thank that you. Well, thank point. you. Rare good props. point. That's, okay. a, that's a rare wow. Jimmy giving Nick props yeah, yeah, yeah. really on the guard report. Don't get, too, he's, he's really gonna fall off don't get ahead chair. of yourself. Don't get your head ahead, ahead of your body again. Next. <laughs> all right, last Wait, one. what about you? Are you hitting it? Uh, I'm not hitting it. No, not, not at all. I think he's just trying to incorporate the, his guys, like you guys said. Jason Tatum has a lot to do with that. I mean, you saw what Jason Tatum did in New York. Whether you two think that they should have won that game or not, I mean, Jason Tatum was the go-to guy. and He got the ball twice, if you remember that. And who gave him the ball the second time? None other than Kyrie Irving, because yep. that's how much confidence this team has in Jason Tatum. So now oh, I have just as much, if not more. No, I get it, so, but yeah. I just think that's the biggest difference between last year and this year. A sure. year ago, Jason Tatum was not getting that ball at the, at the end of the game, in game season. three of the yeah, regular season. Okay. The season. No way, no Let's chance. Let's do the obligatory Hayward. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. And here come, the, here come the comments and you know, the hater section. Yeah, yeah. We'll start with you, Jimmy. Am I hitting the panic button? Are you hitting the panic button? Go hitting that button. Oh. Hey, hitting that button. Okay. And now listen, I didn't expect him to come out like world beaters you know, to start the year. World be free? I haven't seen a whole lot yet. The thing that I'm, you know, kind of, you know, I didn't like here, I guess, but I'm not surprised, is that he says he still feels pain in the ankle every time he plays. He obviously had to sit against the Knicks, against the Knicks which was planned ahead of time. So I think, you know, we're not seeing the production just because he's not, he's not, just not there yet physically. So my concern, my, my panic, if you will, is at what point will he be there? Will it even be this year? You know, will, will we see... 95% Gordon Hayward, or were we going to see 80% Gordon Hayward? Because I, st- I still think he's thinking about there. And, and even on the defensive end, he looks a step slower. He looks mm. a little timid underneath the hoop. Like, guys are kind of jumping over him, you know, for, for, for putbacks or whatever it may be. Um, and I, I, I know that he's a better player than that, and I'm sure he does too. So what I hope doesn't happen is that he gets frustrated and then starts to press a little bit and then overthinks it because it's, he's just not where he is yet. I'm not concerned. I'm going to stick with the not concerned. This is the – he missed the New York game. Thankfully, he was back tonight. They said it wasn't serious. Toronto, he played well, showed his best showing. Against Orlando. They lost. They lost, but against Orlando, he had a a reasonably good game. Um, Passing the ball well, shooting decently. I think he's progressing as well as we can expect him to, considering the injury that he just uh, is recuperating from. Yeah, I agree. I'm not panicking, but then again, my expectations are a lot lower than most 
people have Gordon Hayward this season. I mean, I'm projecting this guy to score, I don't know, 14, Man, 15 points tops a game. Sure. If you. you're expecting Gordon Hayward to score 20 points, then you should hit that panic button as hard as Jimmy it, did. It I think happened. that button went through the parquet. I wasn't expecting that either. But yeah, that I button, just, you just broke yeah, the parquet. Yeah, there's yeah, a crack in the floor. That was the only time I got to hit the button, so I wanted to make sure I hit it hard. No whammies. I'm also hitting the panic button on Nick. Where do our viewers see things? Hit us up on the conversation as usual. The Garden Report coming at you from TD Garden, CLNS Media. Hey everyone, looking to get your feet wet in the stock market game, but just a bit intimidated by it all? Say no more. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They make it for everyone, not just the wealthy, and you'll actually understand it too. Did I mention there aren't any commission fees? Other brokerages will charge up to $10 per trade, but not Robinhood. The other cool thing I really like about it is it groups stocks and collections, like 100 Most Popular, or sectors like social media... Uh, and curated categories like female CEOs. You want ratings from analysts? That's there too. So listen up. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. All you got to do is sign up at gardenreport.robinhood.com. That's gardenreport.robinhood.com. Back at TD Garden, where the Boston Celtics just dropped their second loss of the regular season, 93-90, to against the Orlando Magic. And this report is brought to you by 1-100. Head over to 1-100.co, where you can enter your name into a raffle to win tickets to World Series Baseball. That's right. Boston Red Sox Ooh. are, of course, hosting the World Series. You can series? win tickets for a Red Sox game. You can also win tickets for a future Celtics game and also other concert events going on in the city. That's 1-100.co. Gentlemen, Go team. what yeah. went wrong? Jimmy, let's start with you. I want to hear what you have to say because Jimmy's always so critical when it comes to the Celtics. So I can't imagine seeing them lose against the lowly Orlando Magic has got you feeling some type of way. <sighs> yeah, it does, actually. So, I mean, it comes down to hitting shots, right? And these guys, for whatever reason tonight, nobody was be- nobody could hit a shot tonight. It didn't matter – Young guys, old guys, but I have to say, the young guys disappointed me tonight more than the old guys did because a lot of times you'll get uh, you'll get Tatum coming through, you'll get Rozier coming through, you'll get Brown coming through. Those guys are MIA tonight. When the veterans, I'll give Kyrie's due. I think he he put in the, a strong second half after so a bit of bit of a no show in the first half. But Haywood continues to sort of ease his way back into things. Mm-hmm. He can't really be relied upon yet. You need the young guys to come through, those young legs to come through early on. And at least give the Celtics a little cushion. They never, they never led in this game, not once. So they're consistently playing from behind. They could never get that momentum going. In the fourth quarter, too little, too late. You're going to scratch and claw your way in the final I minute. The Orlando match. You deserve, yeah, you deserve to lose that game. Yeah, and not to mention the BWA did not really show up tonight. The bench was not. It was the MIA. It was the MIA, the WTF MIA. That's exactly what <laughs> it was. I'm surprised you didn't think of that. I'm surprised you didn't have that in like your B- back pocket to use throughout the entire season. Because you hate the whole BWA thing. I don't hate it. I just it. think it's nights like tonight. Come on, it can't be bad. You, you hate to BWA. bust them. No, because like. Well, you can't rely on the bench every night, though. You, you're starters. You, I'm not you saying the, you, rely on the you bench, one of the, but geez, You get man. one of the best starting units. We talked about it. They have one of the best starting units in the NBA. Yeah. And they go in there, they put up 93, 90 points. 22.5% from the three-point line. These guys, 
I think they've hit three three-pointers all year through four games. I don't know what's going on with the outside shooting. Well, Brad Stevens did say after the game that offensively this is the best they've seen. Garbage. Throughout oh, yeah, the regular season. Do you, are you not believing that? No. Are, are you saying that my, they didn't get the great looks that Kyrie Irving said the listen, same thing in the listen. locker room? Kyrie Irving said, look, he got open what looks. Horford a lot of guys got open looks, yeah, and they just Al didn't Horford knock him down. Horford, Horford didn't agree with the head coach. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, I understand whatsoever. what Brad is saying. He's saying, okay, the plays worked out, the shots were there, and they just didn't fall. Fine, but the shot's got to fall. Don't tell me you had your best offensive night and you scored 93 points against a Magic team that has no business being in the playoffs. You're supposed to average probably 110 points a game. Mm-hmm. This is probably, if you think about it, really the third consecutive loss because they shouldn't have won in New York. That was Ooh, another like that. pathetic We're, we're, we're going to give them a loss, actually. Yeah, we're going to yeah, give them a loss Yeah, give them a three consecutive one and three. loss. One, one, one and three. three one and three in the early season. A <laughs> pathetic display in front of the most overrated franchises in NBA history, the New York Knicks. That was sad. You know what? They didn't sad. look good at opening night, so they're actually 0-4. They're all in four. No, they look good opening. Yeah, no, all right, we'll give, them, we'll give them one and three, though. But <laughs> that makes my prediction correct, because I think I said they'll start one and three. Yeah, okay. okay. All right, well, let's, right. Talk about, let's, talk, let's talk about the defense here, because let's face it, the Orlando Magic, I mean, offensively, they finished at, at the bottom half of the, of the NBA last season. They had 75 points through the first three quarters. I mean, granted, they did. the Celtics did manage to keep them under 100 points, but still, I mean, you give up 75 points through three quarters against the Magic, that's got to be a bit alarming, no? Yeah, I mean, I think the defense, I, but I also think that's part of chemistry, and I, this team clearly does not have chemistry on offense or defense yet. They're not talking. They're not moving. I mean, and back to the open shots. You could get, listen, what are they here, Eight, nine, 22% from three-point territory? I love how you, yeah. you two no. both have your stat sheets up because it's just so alarming that you guys have to, like, it's, refer it's to it. Alarming. It's There's a lot I mean, to talk about. No, I get alarming. it. I mean, I'm not concerned. I'm not, not, not nervous right. about this, but it is alarming. It's embarrassing. Kind of embarrassing. Well, I thought, you know, going back to your point, not to jump all over the map here, but we were talking about defense there. That's what and, we uh, do. I do think that they did look a little bit overmatched, especially down low. I thought that the Celts looked a little bit timid, and it might have been because Baines mm-hmm. wasn't in the lineup tonight. Um, when you had, you know, Jonathan Isaac all over the freaking floor. Come on. Throwing down dunks, you know, outside, inside. And, and it looked like the Celtics were caught watching a couple of times. I saw a lot of putbacks yeah. where they're just kind of standing there waiting for somebody else to make the move. Right. And it, it really came back to hurt them. Yep. Tice looked rusty. He did look rusty, but he did get a lot of he's minutes. I mean, a lot of minutes. You haven't seen him. him. You haven't seen him play a lot throughout the season. This is the most he's he's played. But it's only been you know, four games. The first four games. That's right. true. Yeah, That's true. Right. No, you're right. <laughs> well, all right. right. <laughs> One last thing I wanted to bring up is what Kyrie Irving also had to say about the fact that a lot of these young guys, which Jimmy, you just alluded to not too long ago, they're just not used to having this target on their back, right? I mean, last season yeah. after Gordon Hayward went down, they weren't the the number one team to beat in the East. Now they are. Now teams like the Orlando Magic, the New York Knicks. The, I don't know, bottom feeders, if you will, of the Eastern Conference, they're coming at you, and this is like an NBA Finals game in their eyes. How but much does I that mean, play a part in terms a of the, part. the young, the sure. youngsters not, you know, performing or not coming to to, to play in the fourth quarter when, when their team need them most? I think, I mean, I think it's a little bit of a factor um, because when you think about it, last year the Celtics thrived off being the underdog. When when Hayward went down, immediately they were underdog, and then when Kyrie went down, they were completely written off. So the young guys were able to sort of feed off that and. And they went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals with it. They should have went to the NBA Finals. We won't talk about that. But <laughs> now it's like they've got that target on their back night in, night out. And Kyrie Irving says it's so hard to bring that same energy mm. every single game. But in the NBA, if you want to end up in the NBA Finals, you do have to bring that. Right. Because Kyrie Irving, of course, knows so what So they're learning the hard like. way. I mean, Kyrie Irving has been to so many NBA Finals that he knows every single year sure. that he pretty much had that target on his back. Back in his days with the Cleveland Cavaliers. One last thing, guys. Terry Rozier, he only played, what, 15, 16 minutes tonight? Is that a concern? The Brass Stevens should have given more minutes? No, I think more of a concern is, uh, two. Of, what was he, two of seven? 
Two of nine, I think. Two but of no, nine? The problem is, listen, we know this is going to happen. There are going to be games where some guys get more playing time than others. There's too many cooks in the kitchen sometimes. Mm. And tonight it was it was, it was was Rozier. Now, my only issue with that is that he needs to play in order to get that hot hand. So you don't see him in the you don't see him much in the second half. Now you can't really rely on him coming in the fourth quarter and drain shots. Let us know what you think. Hit us up in the comment section. As usual, YouTube, Garden Report, CLNS Media, coming at you from TD Garden.